Welcome back to the Reality Friends Podcast, where we're going to try to do what MTV did and spin 10 minutes of content into a full episode. It's the Reality Friends Podcast. Joseph, what's up, dude? Eric, we're back. We're we're excited uh, for another episode. Uh, are we? I, or I guess are we, we are. I guess we are, yeah. I, I, this, this episode did not feel as jam-packed as uh the other ones um is this rewatch affecting your opinion on the season at all Eric? this rewatch no still love the season this episode though yes not a good one uh, i you can skip this one honestly just go on to our next episode if, if you're watching this in the future uh no, don't, no. don't even bother <laughs> it's not a lot to say we're gonna we're gonna talk about kenny maria that's probably the highlight that's gonna come in around the 28 minute mark if i had to guess uh, other than that, not a lot going on. Not a lot going on. I even have in my notes, like, they spend an awful lot of time on not an awful lot of interesting things. Joseph. Yeah. Uh, I, Eric, usually I have three note, three pages of notes worth for these podcasts, and now I, I have I have one, one front one, Eric. Only one front one. Wow. That's yeah. so weird. That's just like me. Usually I have three sentences, and I only have four letters it's it's uh production is down <laughs> on both of our ends oh wow okay but we'll, we'll make it do get... we'll talk about something right yeah 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 good to know from now on send me your notes next time before we do this <laughs> podcast I'm very, very uh, no it's fine it's fine don't worry about it <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh maybe you can save this episode with some behind the scenes content i know you sent me a clip from later in this episode um do you, do you have any more insights would you like to tease the viewers with like hey stick around and i'm gonna tell you some stuff that you might not have known uh i mean you know there there's uh some online clips i don't know that's if you guys no. remember the daily that's a no the dailies from back in the day <laughs> that the mtv challenge used to air but i sent one to eric eric actually i don't think was aware of the existence of uh real world challenge dailies were you Eric? no tell me more about it because uh, i only just started to learn so basically back in the day they used to post online clips from the real world and challenge seasons online exclusives that they wouldn't put on tv because they were too risque uh and uh yeah they put them online and they gave you they put up so many for each episode it was basically like a whole new season essentially with like all these clips but now they're all offline now because mtv sucks and a lot of the clips yeah. now are probably too uh too risque uh might get might get some people recanceled yeah the one you sent me was wild because it was just the house it was like watching a big brother live feed clip it was just uh just the behind the scenes it was just like uh like th those are real people just like they're unedited around the like, house yeah they're just cursing and yelling at each other and we'll get it get into that clip more specifically uh when we right. get to that um so we start off the episode with mike and paula and uh, they're finally, uh, maybe not consummating quite, uh, but uh, they seem to be having their first date in the house and everyone's encouraging it. And Eric, I know that you and me both love seeing this. Yeah, yeah. This is like uh, when you have a cash cow that's a business and you're just like trying to milk it for as long as you can. You're not really putting any money or effort into the business. You're just letting it continue to make you just a little bit of money with like no effort year after year that's this storyline 
not a lot of progress is being made. They, they continue to make out Mike and Paula. Uh, that's about it. It's not going anywhere. Uh, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that uh, Paula's all set and she's just having a little bit of fun. And I feel like we're getting the same storyline over and over. And I'm like, all right, whatever, dude. I'm done with this. Yeah, it seems like a lot of single hits for Mike, but not not a lot of uh, going around the base. Uh, <laughs> so, so uh, unfortunately, but it is a cute storyline, and I feel like they would be a good couple together, right? Like they're both funny, they're both kind of weird and quirky in their own kind of ways, and they both don't take themselves too seriously. Like I, I feel like this could have been a match made in heaven, Eric. Okay. All right, moving on. Uh, <laughs> I we see. I I what? I, you disagree? Don't you really, don't think so? I don't really. Uh, probably not. I don't know. I mean, they're they both seem happily married now, so you know it yeah. wasn't meant to be. Obviously, I, but. I think they need a little bit more than than all that. You know, I, I don't. I'm not seeing any long term connections here. I feel like you need a little bit more than than the aforementioned qualities, but. They're going to have a little bit of fun on this TV show, and hopefully we're about to move on to the next part of the episode. Eric, are you telling me that I'm not a relationship expert? <laughs> should, we do a, should, should we do a relationship <laughs> podcast next? <laughs> we could give people really good advice on what to do in their relationships. <laughs> maybe we can like give reality stars advice on their relationships, maybe. Yeah, I mean, if there's anyone that I'm qualified over as far as being in relationships, <laughs> right. it's reality stars. Uh, and that's it. That's the that's the end of the list. So why not? Let's if do there, it. If, there, if there's any group of humans that I feel very comfortable talking down to, it's definitely <laughs> reality television show people. Yeah, that's um, the point of reality TV, to make us feel better about ourselves when really we're not. Uh but we can feel that way, right? Right. And me and Eric can qu keep sending in Big Brother audition tapes and, you know, not getting on. And it's fun. But yeah, we're, we're actually, on, it's the opposite. We're not even good enough to be on these shows. <laughs> but that's that's a reality that we'd like to stop thinking about. So, yeah, I agree. What else can we yeah. talk about this episode? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that isn't uh, uh, pointing the mirror at ourselves. Uh, Mandy and Wes's relationship. Uh, Wes says that Mandy is not down to earth, but she's at least the most down to earth girl in the house. Yeah, I like how he really needed to clarify that. He's like, she's the most down to girl, down to the earth girl here. I didn't say she's down to earth though. <laughs> like, let's not get it twisted. <laughs> yeah, she is on a reality television program. Like, you really can't be that down to earth unless you're Yes Duffy or someone like that. Yeah, that's a good example. Uh, I feel like yeah. even now we're we're kind of seeing Wes's divergence from the rest of the crew. Uh, he's he's really much more focused on his real life business ventures, his real life. Uh, projects he's got going on and it's kind of a running joke like oh i own 50 businesses like do you really i don't know but he really is like a, a very motivated person who's i think sees this as one small part of his life right yeah yeah for sure i i don't uh, this is kind of like the emergence of all these guys really seemingly thinking about their careers and stuff like that and thinking to themselves like you know, uh, the show's really not going to last me forever. Yeah, kind of a turning point. I told you we were going to turn 10 minutes of content into a full episode. This is how we do it. Just one little uh, side note at a time. One tangent at a time. Right, Joseph? 
Just like how some of these people milked their very dry personalities for multiple seasons of the show. Okay, not to cast shade, as the kids say, but who do you think had the longest run relative to their lack of personality on the show? Like, most seasons for worst personality for reality TV. Uh, Not just the challenge? Well, uh, I, I'll, I meant I'll try like, to stick to the challenge. I'll stick to the challenge. No, no, no. For just um, for the challenge, but I just meant like uh, not saying they're a bad person, just saying the personality is bad for TV. No, I get, I get what you're saying. Um, ooh, that is a great question. Dunbar was like one of the first people that came to my mind, uh, but even <laughs> he had some good moments where he got irrationally mad at people for no reason. Uh, did you have someone in mind? No, I'm thinking. I'm trying really hard to think right now, and I could feel the voice of a. Uh, a thousand listeners that we don't have saying a bunch of names and I, I'm trying I'm trying to think right like I guess like like the fessies of the world or like the Casey Clarks but even they are like good at the show right like you you can kind of see why they're cast yeah I think of someone who was like not particularly that good either like maybe like an MJ or someone like that I don't know at least he had like a, a bit of a unique thing to him, right? Though he was like the country boy. Uh, I don't know. I remember him a little bit for that. You know who I'm gonna go with? I'm I'm trying to think of people who have been on a lot of seasons. Maybe I'm alone in this, but Corey has he ever done anything like that great on the show or that interesting? I mean, he has you know flipped Tony for over pasta. I mean, he does hook up with a lot of girls. I think that's uh, it. But I guess I'm just I'm I don't care about or notice that kind of stuff as much as like the people who are bringing the humor or entertainment i will will say i feel like relative to how popular he is you're definitely right like relative to how like big of a character he is and how big of a face they try to make him to be uh i will say he's he's not that he's pretty funny sometimes too but yeah overall he's not that dynamic he's okay he's okay for sure yeah and i guess just the fact like saying that he is like a kind of a face of the show kind of just proves me wrong. Like I, I think I might be just in the minority right. here. But I also think it's cause he's very like good looking and a lot of the girls like, you know, the audience loves him and you know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Well, we're going to have to circle back on this. Uh, no, no one else is jumping yeah. out to mind. Hopefully, hopefully we think of somebody. If you guys can think of anybody, uh, let us know too. Yeah, this would be a good uh, one. Man- Mandy, Mandy might be one of those people Ooh. actually. I don't know why. I don't know. How- I was just thinking about guys. I, I- yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, 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 but uh, but so we see also another relationship developing, but this one's gonna bear more consequences on the game, uh, which is Laurel and CT. Yeah, maybe this is why I didn't love the beginning of this episode because the first three segments are about the three relationships in the house. Well, three of the relationships in the house. A lot of relationship talk this episode. And uh, guess what? Laurel still is in a CT, and this pisses off the rest of the mob. Yeah. Uh, Laurel asks CT why he only wears his shirt with one button, <laughs> which I thought was pretty funny. Yeah. It was kind of a weird look. It's so like a look you could, like, you and me couldn't pull that I off. I was like just going to say that. Pull, <laughs> yeah. Like, you can only do that if you're CT. Yeah. So this is one of those moves that you just need a certain uh you know body type to pull off and if i were to try this i would look like a complete fucking idiot but ct (laughs) can just get away with it 
and uh, good good for CT. Uh, meanwhile, I'd be like, I'd be buttoning all those buttons up. You know, please, uh, don't want to see any of that. Yes, yes. Put me in some sweatpants and a sweater. Yeah. Um. So Johnny has a pretty funny confessional here, I think, where he says that CT basically has two personas. He either wears like this baseball hat and an Under Armour tee or he's wearing like glasses and he like is wearing a button up shirt and wants to talk about the stock market <laughs> which does seem to be his kind of MO at least this season like he's kind of oscillating back and forth between like I'm still a badass but I'm a, I'm a reformed badass uh, as uh, Vetus Bushkowskis once put it um, yeah this is w- w- can I say something about that this yeah. this is kind of like a not another teen movie uh, uh, type situation where like the hot girl uh, is clearly a super hot girl, but she wears glasses in the movie, and then when you take those off, you're like, oh whoa, transformation! She's so hot now. I think CT's trying to like do that in in reverse. He's like putting the glasses on, and he thinks if he does that. All of a sudden, like, whoa, CT's reformed. Look at look at quaint old mellow CT with the glasses on. It's like, uh, it's the same guy. He just put on a pair of spectacles. That's the only difference. But I think that might be what he's going for here. Yeah, or or a uh, she's all that type of thing, because that's the movie that they were, that not another team movie was parodying. I still stand by my choice to reference the parody. <laughs> I can't help myself, Eric. Uh, but moving on, um, uh, what did you actually think, though, of all these people giving them so much crap about, or giving Laurel so much crap about this, like Johnny and, and Kenny and them? It was just a little weird to see. I Here's a shocker. I don't have much of an opinion on it. Like I don't know what CT is like at this time. They're acting like she's uh, fraternizing with... Uh, like I don't know, pick any of the world's worst dictators throughout all of history. Like, it's, <laughs> yeah, who we don't want to list. You know, yeah. why mention their names on this podcast? Exactly, exactly. I I caught myself. <laughs> yeah. But uh, right, yeah. they're they're acting like he's the worst human ever, and I don't know. Like he's he's probably not that bad even at at this point in his career, but. Uh, it's it's like kind of a fair yeah. point. He's he's only he's only almost killed two people on this cast. Like what? See, no, I'm just this kidding. is what. No, I, I, yeah, that's fair. See, like this is where I'm like, I don't know, I don't know. Is they are they justified? Right. They seem like they're going at her like really hard, and they seem like they're acting like CT is a scourge of the earth. But he has kind of done some really uh, messed up shit to people on the cast. But, but but also it's like they're all scumbags too. So it's like how yeah, it's like. One scumbag calling another guy a scumbag, and they're all wrong, I guess, to a certain degree. And I guess you and me also have the luxury of time and being able to see that this reform version of CT, at least in my opinion, wasn't a put on. Like, this was like the beginning of a new guy, right. of someone who isn't going to fight all the time. But they don't really have the presence of mind at the time to really to really know that. No, I mean, if you put me in that house, I would not assume that by any stretch. I would be uh, I would be like just waiting for the old CT to come back out. So, yeah, um, I don't know. Can we just say everybody's wrong except for us? Can we just go with that? Uh, yeah, for sure. All right, we're right. Everyone else is wrong in this situation. And once again, as always, allowing us to look down on them and feel better about us, as is tradition. Yes. yes. Um, 
Uh, also, Johnny said that he he thinks that CT would sell his 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 mother. I believe was it the like grandmother? The was it the grandmother? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Fact okay. check, Joseph. Fact check. It's not that yes. bad. It was just his grandmother. <laughs> yeah, right. Just his grandmother. <laughs> yeah. Important distinction. Very very sorry to uh, I, I get nobody I guess. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, so moving on uh, to the challenge. It's called sawed off. Is there a joke I'm missing with the title sawed off? Or is that just like literally what it is? Because usually they go for some kind of little like pun or something, right? But well, it's like sawed off shotguns, I guess. Like, but that really and they're just shooting people with the hose, so maybe that's maybe there's something there. Okay, all right, it's an interesting one. There's I feel like the, I feel like I might be putting more thought into this than they were for some reason. I think am I crazy? In the past ten seconds, we definitely have. Yeah, we've 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 <laughs> lapped the production team in terms of time spent on the title right. several times or and if they were this might be the best episode title ever because they were also sawing off with the ropes and yeah sawed off i feel like maybe we're being idiots here maybe there's some kind of like phrase sawed off like sawed out mm, i don't know i'm just not seeing it we got oh god we got another construction vehicle situation going on here i'm afraid <laughs> Uh, also, there's no way they tested this out, like not even once, right? They were just like, oh, let's try something with a rope and a bunch of razor blades. <laughs> yeah. How how safe is it? Uh, how how long can, is this is like essentially being water tortured while you're like <laughs> hanging in the air? <laughs> right. They're like, uh, Jim, do you want to go test this out? Like, fuck no. Are you kidding me? I'm not. Yeah. I'm not doing that. <laughs> like, all right, yeah. we'll just we'll run with all it. Right. <laughs> So we asked the lawyers today if we're legally allowed to waterboard them, and they said no, but <laughs> <laughs> we can do this. Um, I, I do believe we actually skipped over something a little bit. So, like, the guys, uh, Kenny and Wes, are debating on w what girls to, like, nominate first for, like, the challenge, or, or like, because they get to pick the order, and uh, Car Maria and Laurel and and Jen and Mandy are kind of jockeying for position there. Right. Which right. ultimately doesn't matter because they're all going to be on teams anyway. Right. Um, It'll, this debate will just get pushed back to the elimination issue, which happens later in the episode. Uh, kind of funny that they have this whole back and forth about going second versus third, which is like, wh wh I, right. what? <laughs> How does that matter? Because right. Kenny and Wes were already like, okay, John A and Jasmine are going to go first, and Jen and Mandy are going to go last because they apparently haven't gone to go last a lot. And so it's going to be between Evelyn and Paula and Kara and Laurel, and they're like jockeying for, like it matters that fucking much. <laughs> like, like if you get to see one more team perform... Like, I get it. Like, it's close to the final or whatever. But like you said, it seems like kind of a moot point. It's, it feels a little silly. Uh, if going first, I get, of course. That that often can be an advantage. But, like, do you really get that much of a difference going between second and third? And if you do, should you really be fighting this hard over it? Like, that's kind of uh, that's kind of off-putting. You're kind of creating a rift. Like, if you're in third place and you're arguing loudly about, you know, and this is confusing, I realize, because, you know, uh, third place in the alliance means going second in the challenge, just to clarify. But if that's you, and you're third place in this alliance, and you're yelling about it, that's just kind of going to be more off-putting. And you're going to kind of dig your hole a little bit. And you're going to just kind of bring this out in the open, I feel like, if, if that is the case. Right, yeah. So definitely want to pick your battles. 
So the challenge basically is like another one of those where they're like, okay, this is going to be really funny because people are going to get to beat up their rival. Like, this is awesome. Yes. Uh, we love this. Yeah, and it, um, it worked. It was good. Yeah. I so, laughed at uh, them. One, per- one person is hanging, as, as always, is hanging from a rope uh, that is next to, like, this triangular saw and their partner is on the on the ground and they're shooting them with a fire hose that is trying to propel the ropes into the saws by spraying their partner directly uh, it's basically a rube goldberg machine designed by a sadistic fourth grader is what this challenge was yes, <laughs> yes essentially um and they had to go in teams which was kind of weird uh probably because they couldn't afford to do them all separately because they couldn't rent out the machines for that much time or something <laughs> weird like that um but anyway that checks out so, <laughs> yeah yeah and so they're they're on teams and uh I guess you could only win if you were from the winning team, which seemed like kind of bullshit, um, but whatever. So even if you had um, the fastest time overall, you can only win it, if you're the winning team. Exactly. Um, which, I didn't even notice that. I don't think anyone really got screwed by in this situation. Uh, it kind of just worked out yeah, the way it was. Yeah, good point. Um, right, but yeah, ultimately could have uh, fucked somebody. Um, I don't, there, I mean, it was funny watching people get sprayed and stuff like this. Um, Carveria seemed to be having a hard time with this challenge. What did you make of that? It was interesting watching some people just come down within what, like minute, like a minute, a minute and a half. Right. I think they started with 20, yeah, 20 minutes on the clock. Really fast. Yeah. And then Carveria and Laurel just like couldn't get it. They, they were just up there for 20 minutes flailing about and I just so desperately wanted to know what are they doing wrong. I they, yeah. there must be something right, but I can't figure it out by watching it. It just it looks like they're all just aiming a hose and pulling the trigger down and blasting water at each other. So I yeah. did you did you see something? I couldn't figure out why Kenny was so bad too. Like at first I thought it was Wes's fault for not like swinging properly. Yeah. Who do we blame here? But then. Right, but well, it seems like on this season, it like blame Kenny, right? And That's then, the default. And we see yeah. Johnny once he's done with Tyler that he's kind of like helping Kenny or trying to like tell him what to do. Yeah. So it does seem like he he bared a little bit of the responsibility there to help. To what degree, I'm not really sure. Kara, it's it's weird to see her like back on these seasons. We've kind of talked about this a little bit about how she is just not the competitor that we kind of know her for now. And it's kind of expected of her at this point by people to not necessarily do well in these challenges. Like, especially Laurel, just like, oh, here, here's Kara again, screwing it up for me. She's less bad about in this challenge. Laurel's getting more patient. But it, like I said, it's just weird seeing Kara not do as well in these early seasons. Yeah, uh, totally different reputation. When does that shift anyway, really? Is that like uh, when she makes a final with Cook? Uh, has a good run that season? Rivals 2? Yeah, yeah. I think that might have been the start to it. But even then, she doesn't have like a super good uh, performance in the finals. I guess Free Agents might be really the first time. I feel like the sympathy with like getting the injury and still kind of competing through it, showing her grit and still doing well. Yeah. I feel like that was probably the first time she kind of started getting real respect as a competitor. She's... Did put together like a string of good finishes too uh, after her debut, where she was a highly touted first pick uh, in the fresh meat season, 
went out first and then since then i'm hazy on the details but i believe she made a bunch of finals right she makes the finals here she made the finals in cutthroat, cutthroat. she made the finals in uh rivals 2 like i mentioned any other ones around there uh, not that I can think of, no. I don't know if she's on all the seasons, yeah. though. So, anyway, she makes a bunch of finals, uh, has a good run, and free agents. So, yeah, maybe it's, maybe it's around then that the tide starts to turn. But here, expectations are low, and maybe they should be. Yeah, but, uh, but ironically enough, I actually think, and we can talk about this later, that this is one of her more uh, likable seasons. Yeah, probably, probably. Um, I don't think there are any winners in that clip he sent me when she gets in a fight with Jen. It doesn't look like anyone comes out great to me, but uh, she's yeah. it's hard yeah. it's hard not to root for the underdog, and she's clearly like the little bit of the underdog in these early seasons. So there you go. I didn't really see I didn't really see her doing too much wrong in that situation, but uh, but yeah, I I didn't think there was too much to remark on uh, for this challenge. Uh, it's another seemingly pretty easy win for Evelyn and Paula. And we get a confessional of Paula just saying, I'm ready to win Rivals. And she's right. She will win Rivals. Yeah. There, there's your winner confessional right there. I I, yeah. I, I liked a Kenny confessional where he says, I always wanted to be a Ghostbuster. Now I get my chance. <laughs> Busting <laughs> ghosts is good. what I do. It's like... <laughs> Can, can you... I, 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 I love that Like we didn't even get a confessional about like how Wes is pale. And like, kind of like ghost-like in a sense. I was gonna uh, ask but... you about that. Was that the implied joke there? And then we just <laughs> we got that cut off. Uh, I, I actually don't know for sure, but I yeah. I like to think that maybe well that it wasn't even what Kenny was going for, and he was just being like a like a little kid who wanted to be a Ghostbuster, which is where I think he's at his most likable. We also hear uh, Johnny uh, say, "Don't cross the streams." Uh, another uh, Ghostbusters reference, and I agree. And I think it goes for all these guys. Like they're when they're juvenile and kind of childlike in some senses. Uh, we like seeing that from him. We know that Kenny is a very good uh, drawer. Uh, Eric, do you have you ever seen the clip of Air, of uh, Kenny drawing people? I don't think I have. What season is yeah. that from? Yeah, he drew people on uh, the ruins. He was a very good drawing. Uh, he's very good. I, I, are you serious? I can't tell if this is serious. No, I'm being very serious. I'm being very serious. He's like a good artist. Wow. No, I didn't know that. Look at yeah. that. Creative side to Kenny Santucci. Wow. There you go. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all the praises we're going to sing of Kenny this episode, I think. Yep. Yep. Uh, <laughs> uh, it looks like Johnny and Tyler win the challenge, too. Uh, as we said, it looked like they Tyler, did. I they think, did. figured out how to. Uh, do this very quickly it seemed like he had a lot to do with their win there you know if i had to guess thinking about it further i'm guessing it was whoever was up on the rope who really decided right like the technique of who's swinging yeah because it did seem like at times that car wasn't doing anything i don't know if they were giving her like a bad edit with that but it seemed like she was just like trying not to die from like being sprayed so hard yeah what a weak competitor just trying not to get waterboarded, Kara. <laughs> what a loser. <laughs> but I, Yeah, that girl will definitely never win a final. <laughs> you know what? Maybe the right move was to not spray your teammate with the water at all and let them just kind of wiggle around on the rope for a few minutes and then they fall. Maybe maybe that was it. <laughs> yeah. Like, hey, uh, maybe I'm like going to not try feet. to kill you with this water and see if you do a good job there. No, I don't know. Yeah. It was probably a combination. 
Who knows? Who knew that spraying someone directly in their eyesight might be like, uh, you know, a good strategy? Yeah. I. What if you sprayed like uh, an? No, everyone was on the same team. I take it back. That was a dumb question. I rescind that. Uh, but actual question though, uh, what I think other teams are doing well was if someone had their back to the water and they were able to stay in that way, then they could really like not get murdered yeah. by the water and focus on like the rope and, and wiggling around a little bit. Getting twisted up seemed to be a lot of it too. Like if you got twisted up initially, it seemed to be hard to control yeah. how much you swung. By God, I think we've solved this puzzle. It took 10 yep. years, but we if got only, there. If only we were there, we obviously would have done much better than all these people who've been doing the show for years. I mean, this is one of the challenges that doesn't involve strength uh ostensibly so like yeah this would have been a good one for us yes uh so we go back to the house and it's we kind of have or i'm sorry they're on the way back to the house and we hear cara and laurel talking about how jen and mandy they've been skating on by we we hear the talk again jen she's never been in an elimination eric it's been a long time and she should go in and Wes is like, you're so dumb. And he's like mouthing it. Uh, but they, they can't see him doing it. It's pretty funny. Um, especially <laughs> Wes gets so irate over other people's like game moves and stuff like that. He does. And he just loves calling people dumb, even though a lot of times they're just acting in their best self-interest. Um, and uh, Jen is very pissed off uh, about this. And uh, she's like, I'm, 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 you're stupid if you think i'm going in basically and i think that she and wes are right in this case although it's not like this is really gonna hurt laurel and cara maria at least not this season right because uh there's nowhere else to go they're already in elimination there's only one elimination left in the season nowhere to go but up for them but they they i think what wes is saying is like you're so dumb for thinking that there's a 0.1% chance of this working. It's not, there's there's no shot yeah. that they're going to get voted in. There's just none. And also, this is just such a weird move from Laurel and Cara, too. It's like, yeah. you don't have a better chance at beating Jen and Mandy than you do John A and Jasmine, at least in my opinion, just because they're both more seasoned. Um, and, and so it's like, you're, you're trying to set yourself up for a matchup against a worse opponent who you're closer with just because you're being petty because Jen hasn't been in elimination in a while. Like, say what you will about Jen, whatever, but this just doesn't make sense strategically. The only thing I can think of is if they thought that Jen and Mandy were bigger threats in a final, and they were like, all right, they're roughly equivalent to John A and Jasmine, so we'll take them on in an elimination, leaving John A and Jasmine for the final if they think that Jasmine can't run or something like that, hypothetically. I get there's right. like a definitely do not think that was their line of thinking at all. But, but if there was, there's something there. But really, like this, this is the type of move that's just shooting themselves in the foot for future seasons because it, it's kind of wild that they would go through all this trouble when they're already going into elimination to go in against a team that's like not a weak team or anything like that after they work together all season long. It's yeah, it's probably just a bad move, right? And, and just to put this into even more perspective, I was listening to one of Derek Kaczynski's old Ultimate Challenge Radio podcasts from a very long time ago, Eric. Most of these podcasts are offline now. And uh, Eric, and Mandy and Jen happened to be on the show. Ooh. And, Ma- and Mandy 
said that before the season that her and Kara were really close and that they talked and that they had agreed that they were going to have each other's back throughout the whole season. So it's like you're also doubling back on this like preseason long deal you've had with somebody when you're right there at the final. Once again, right. it's a worse matchup. It, it, it just doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Yeah, the benefit is just not there for the social capital that they're just throwing away, right? Yeah. Crazy move. Crazy. Right, right. Insane. Uh, and, uh, yeah, Mandy is uh, pretty upset at, at Kara. Uh, she, she gets in her face, and, and she kind of starts giving it to her, uh, which now with this kind of added context you're kind of more like okay this makes sense or originally when i watched it i'm like why is mandy why is mandy of all people getting so mad oh uh but it's it kind of makes a little bit more sense now i don't remember my initial thoughts when i first watched it but when i rewatched it this time i was i i thought to myself go mandy uh i felt like (laughs) she she was speaking the truth and everything she was saying like where's the lie i don't see a lie (laughs) tell me the lie man yeah, I, I I said earlier, by the way, that Mandy was kind of boring, and I actually take that back because she had some good moments uh, from these past couple episodes and and uh, this episode as well. Um, but justice um, for we Mandy. Get another, yeah, we get another uh, interesting scene between uh, Laurel and Johnny and Jasmine because Laurel wants to try to broker the vote to be on Jen and Mandy, have Adam and CT vote for them as well. But she says she doesn't want to break a deal that she has with Kenny to make a deal with CT. So she can't make the deal with CT herself. So she's going to make Johnny and Jasmine make the deal with her. And it just, it, this just didn't seem to make a lot of sense. No, I'm, I'm thinking, can we just get to the elimination and uh, have Laurel and Kara murder John A. and Jasmine already? I'm, I'm over this uh, politicking this episode. It's, 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 it's like a placeholder politicking. Yeah, because it's ultimately like useless, right? But I yeah. did think that it, was, that it was interesting here that uh, CT um, w- wasn't um, down to vote with them that he was like so against it because it was coming from johnny and jasmine and then when they bring laurel in the picture she's like um she's explaining to ct why it's a good move and he's just like well i don't trust you because you're gonna vote for these guys so i'm not gonna vote with you it's just like i I didn't know why ct was so like against it It just it didn't make a lot of sense for him strategically i didn't think i was kind of wondering about that too i i don't you think he'd be more happy to like mess with the power structure and in play right yeah but i i don't know i i got no answers for you and then just ultimately at the end too he ultimately just kind of goes with the whole house mentality which is like against uh laurel and uh cara maria uh, because Cara Maria is, you know, pointing out that Jen is also fraternizing with the enemy like Laurel is with CT. Jen's also doing it with Adam. Right. Although is Adam really the enemy? Like they've, they've kind of all made it clear this whole time that they like, go, oh, we like Adam. Okay. Not enough to like help him in any way, but we like him. And right. CT is the reason why they're, they're the enemy team. But, um, yeah, uh, once again, I got nothing. Uh, except maybe this proves that CT did have really strong feelings for Mandy after all, Joseph. 
He just he just uh, couldn't do it. Couldn't vote her in. Just couldn't. <laughs> yeah. Couldn't do it to her. Yo, Mandy, I couldn't do it. Uh, sorry, sorry. That didn't even sound like CT at all. Um, so, <laughs> do, you want, uh, do you want a mulligan? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, speaking of uh, Jen and Adam, uh, Jen says that Adam's put the love potion on her. So we, we have some confirmation that this was maybe somewhat mutual and confessional. I think what we're seeing here is just the best proof to date of the concept that just being on a reality show isolated with people just kind of makes people want to hook up and develop feelings for, for others. And you see this effects on big brother all the time. It's like an incubator. These shows are incubators and there's never been more conclusive proof of that than Jen, uh, somewhat <laughs> falling for Adam in some way, shape or form. It's never more than like temporary for the season, I don't think. But uh, but she is somewhat moved by by this situation. It's very similar to when you're like at work and you've been working somewhere for a while, and like the person who didn't seem that attractive to you, like two or three years in, you start looking at them and you're like, I think there might be something there. <laughs> yeah, like, like you're just you're just around them so much, like. That could be it. It could be it. Yeah, yeah. Definitely right, yeah. not love at first sight or attraction at first sight, even. But uh, yeah. give him a couple weeks in the challenge house with her, and, and something something might happen. Yeah. So uh, Jen gets in Kara's face over Kara saying at the club that you know she's sleeping with Adam, and she's like, "I'm not sleeping with Adam King." That's how mad she is to me. That would be, that would probably be the reaction a girl would have if she wasn't sleeping with us, Eric. She'd be like, "I'm not sleeping with them." Like, like, like yeah, she's very, very irate. If this happened outside of the challenge, like in the real world, I believe Jen would have instantly sued for uh, slander and defamation of defamation character. Defamation of character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so she looks like she's about to fight Kara and, uh, everyone's seemingly getting really mad at Kara, even CT for like no reason. I don't even know where he really comes in all this. And Eric, that's where the clip I sent you comes in. Do you want to try to describe this clip for people? All right. I mean, it's, I'll try. I think you know it better than me. Yeah. Uh, this yeah. is like a behind the scenes look at Kara really going at it with CT where CT is kind of just like not giving a fuck possibly a little drunk kind of just instigating a little bit of a fight kind of just what he's really doing is he's dropping some some jabs and they're not un, unwitty they're 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 kind of clever mean jabs at Car Maria who is just responding by saying f you f you CT while crying and walking away it's that's why I said it wasn't a great look for Car mostly because She's just really letting all these comments get to her, and she's not able to say anything coherent in response whatsoever. Um, I don't really know where this started, though. Like, they just I hate Kara. I think she CT a fucking fuck at one point. <laughs> Thank I, you. I yes, was, yeah. That's, uh, I thought it was pretty good. That's, that's, like, probably the wittiest reply she had all night. <laughs> yeah, if anyone wants to look this up, too, uh, it's called uh, CT versus Kara. Uh, so you can just look that up on YouTube. Right, yeah. Um, and yeah, she's just getting really upset. And TT's talking about how he could beat up Abram and put him in his back pocket. Uh, and Kara uh, uh, says that Abram's crazy, so size doesn't even matter because he would kill him just because he's crazy. Uh, I don't know if that's true that he would kill him, but we do know that Abram is crazy. So that part is definitely 
Uh, true. And then Jen kind of comes out of nowhere in this clip and, like, pushes Kara. Yeah, Jen really was getting closer with DQ, and Kara was looking for it, man. Like, anytime, yes. anytime there's incidental con contact, she was like LeBron James out there just flopping left and right, like, <laughs> looking for a flag anytime anyone brushed up against her shoulder. She was uh, desperate. Oh, Eric, thank you. Thank you for the LeBron James hate on the podcast. I love it. Um, so, yeah, so yeah, yeah, Kara was looking for it, but no one was giving it to her. No one seemed to give a fuck about it. Um, I, yeah, let me just to... say, let me just say, I know there's better examples out there, probably. Um, not even a LeBron hater. He seems like a swell enough guy, but he does flop. LeBron, LeBron's, he LeBron's a great guy. He does flop. LeBron's a great guy. Ginobili. Yeah, Ginobili a is a better yeah, example. He, she, she... Great role model, but he's a flopper. You know, <laughs> what are you going to say? Um, but yeah, so um, <laughs> back to these guys. Yeah, yeah. Just had um, to make that clarification. Thank you. All right, yeah. continue, continue. Yes. Uh, also, uh, we we are about to skip this. Uh, Kenny uh, does a great impression of Car Car Maria being upset by everyone. Oh, I wasn't going to skip meet, this. Yes, yeah, so we get to meet Kenny Maria. Yeah, I like horses and Abram, and everyone's mean in the house, and I hate everyone. I hate everyone. <laughs> That's his confessional. If anyone pretty accurate, yeah, I mean, I've wrote it down, so yeah, it's pretty, it's it's what he says, and basically, it's like no, I that. Meant his, I meant his impression was pretty accurate. Oh, I thought you were complimenting me. Oh, <laughs> no, oh, darn never. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I look, I don't know, I don't, I don't want to say this in a mean way, but I don't know how else to say it. But like, I don't think anyone liked Car Maria at all at this point. Like, I don't think there's no Boston Strong with CT, which would form later. Uh, I think Laurel kind of like goes to bat for her as a teammate, which is nice, which we see in this episode. Yeah. But like other we than that, we see them kind of bonding. Yeah, uh, but the crazy part is to me is like I said earlier, this to me, I don't know about you, I felt bad for her throughout this episode. Like I get she made like maybe a dumb move or whatever, but it did seem like everyone was coming so down so hard on them, wearing the blue shirts. Like everyone's actively like rooting against them. You you hear Wes say like. We're all just playing a game. They're just bad human beings, which once again, like kind of a funny confessional from Wes because it's just so ridiculous. Yeah, but it is. If it was anyone else, we would probably be like, "Wow, what an ass!" <laughs> like, you can you can still say that probably, but right. Okay, yeah. I had a slightly different take, which is I'm going to say something which again makes me just like a terrible commentator on situations like these, which is. We're not there. Like we're, we don't really know five percent of what's going on, of course. But right. I'm kind of like reading between the lines and thinking, you know, that saying where if all of your exes are crazy, then maybe the problem is you. Right. Like yeah. they're all maybe being if everyone mean. else is annoyed with her, like yeah, yeah, like, yeah, for sure. Look, they're all being they're all like being mean at various points. I think you could say for sure. But uh, I wonder if she's uh, like doing annoying things that kind of like piss people off and bring them to the end of their rope in terms of dealing with well, her. I don't know. It's just a guess. Well, like, yeah, I mean, she is at the club hanging out by herself. Maybe it could be just that she's so. <laughs> That's not a great example. Like, That's not a great example. Though. No, no, I know, I know, but I'm just saying, like, she's already like a socially awkward person. So I can imagine like being around people and doing the various situations and stuff they do. She might do stuff that isn't necessarily, you know, 
she's a little quirky, right? Like like normal to them or whatever. Maybe they find her annoying at certain times. She is kind of young on these shows. Yeah. Uh, she's very kind of eccentric with her style. I, I, she doesn't make sense to people. They can't really, like, they're like, you're a pirate, but you like horses. You know, they really can't put their finger on her, you know? <laughs> Look, I'm an only child, too. I get it. So many times. Yeah. I brought my Game Boy Advance to a middle school dance that I had to go to. I... I've been the Cara Maria plenty of times. Um, Anyways, uh, so the elimination is between Laurel and Cara Maria and Johnny and Jasmine. (laughs) Yeah, everyone's wearing blue to uh, support Johnny and Jasmine. uh, But all the support in the world is not going to help them in this elimination. Uh, It's called Blast Off. Uh, I believe we saw this elimination a little earlier in this season with... Kenny and Wes going against the legends uh, Tyree and Davis. Um, and once again, a very one-sided matchup for this very cool elimination. Yeah, who would have thought that initial blast-off would be by far the closest one of the season? <laughs> right. An even matchup compared to this one for sure. Yeah, uh, I have in my notes here... Real Clash of the Titans. Yeah, this is... Um, <laughs> This is well. Let me put it this way: in my notes here, I wrote down "blast off," and that's the last thing I wrote down. <laughs> there's, there's really, literally, same. <laughs> I wrote like I wrote "blast off," and I, and then I wrote the location they were going to next. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's uh, you did you, not a whole lot. A little bit here. more than me. Yeah, they just they just murder them. It's just they just yeah. like uh, like could basically pick them up and drop them outside of the ring each round, yeah. and it's over. It, if you guys don't remember, this is the one where they're tied to their partner in tandem and they're in the football helmets and they just have to push them out of the ring like sumo wrestler style, basically. Yeah, thank you. It's no contest. Laurel and Carmarie are going to beat Johnny and Jasmine all day. Um, yeah, really not much to say. Uh, CT gives them advice beforehand to stay lower to the ground and stay away from Laurel. Uh, yeah, good fucking luck. Uh, so yeah, they lose. You can't really do that. I mean, you're kind of tied to your partner. So like, if they if they want to get <laughs> Kara out of the ring, Laurel's gonna be pretty close by. I'm not sure how yeah. useful that advice was. And poor Jasmine. I feel like matchups are really the maker or breaker in a lot of people's challenge careers. And she has been in elimination uh, physical against Laurel twice in her <laughs> challenge career. Poor Jess. That's rough. That's a rough draw. Yeah. Yeah. Some people are cast on the show for their athletic prowess, maybe plus their confessionals if they're if they're a good contender. And some people are the Jasmines of the challenge, where if they get an elimination against most of the girls there, it's it's uh they're she's just not gonna win and especially not against laurel so this is a cakewalk and i think we're just kind of ready to move on to the next episode where are they taking them next joseph well let's let's uh do you have any parting words for john and jasmine uh i'll let you go okay uh, I really liked them on this season. I thought they were two really good rookies. This actually might be my favorite appearance of Jasmine on any of the challenges, looking back on it. I feel like she came with a lot of energy this season. She was fighting with a lot of people, sometimes unnecessarily, but it made good TV. Uh, I think John A performed really well, too, on this season. She seemed really confident in herself and like performed well under pressure. 
and I really like them as an entertaining team. So they really added a lot to the season, and I just wanted to give them some props. No, you're right. Uh, credit where credit's due. Uh, good call. I was so hasty in trying to move on from talking about yes. the elimination. Uh, yeah, they were great. I'll never forget Jasmine cheating on her boyfriend 18 minutes into her first season <laughs> of the challenge. I will always think that that's hilarious. And yeah. I think John A kind of crushed it this first season. She was great. And she, was, she just like, seems like such a super nice person, too. It's crazy. Uh, yeah. She manages to and go through these seasons. a good competitor. Underrated. And uh, yeah. they both won the first daily when they might have been sent in first. And then they won a super clutch elimination where they were underdogs. So yeah. awesome, awesome season, guys. Yeah. Solid run. Not a lot of contenders this season not a lot of players i mean it was just a small cast for the challenge but they still made it within one elimination of the final so that's a pretty good run for some rookies yeah very impressive and yes the next location is buenos aires argentina and i feel like this is the first time they've done on this on the show where they decided to move locations uh for the final and i think it was a welcome change right yeah it's 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 pretty cool it lets you uh, do all of the regular stuff um, in the main primary location with a cool house and all that stuff, but then go to the finals for a completely different look, a different experience, and then we're going to find out they really like mountains. Mountains are going to be really big in years to come for the challenge, so yeah. uh, you can't really do it all in one place, and hence we get the move. Um, and, you know, I, 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 I kind of like it. I can't argue with it. It does look kind of cool to have them all run up a mountain, at least at the first few times they do it. It definitely adds to the epicness of the season. Yeah. Though Kara, Kara is suspect that... They're not sending them over here just to have fun and la-di-da and that this might be a hellacious final. Yeah, uh, her keen instincts have not failed her. Uh, <laughs> they're not going there to have a picnic. And this will... <laughs> yeah. Uh, this will go on to be, I think, my favorite final of all time. Uh, just, I think it has it all. Yeah, I, I kind of have to agree too. I think that uh, while this season has still been good, uh, I feel like at some points it has kind of maybe dragged at some points for me. There's been some parts where I'm like, uh, oh, could have taken this, to, you know, taken or leaving some of this content. Yeah. Uh, but I feel like the final is really where it comes all together because you're just like, wow, these producers are sick, sick fucking human beings. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, it's probably the hardest final of all time. And I really like how you can just see the toll that this final takes. Uh, there's there's no segments, right? It's just a straight shot until we get to day two. We're going to save that for there, another episode. Okay, but talking about day one, it's a straight shot. You can see Wes's idiot ankles bleed when he sticks all the shards into his socks you can see them all throw up a hundred times when they do the food eating thing like it, it looks absolutely brutal and that of course just makes it 10 times better so excited about that yeah. but we got one more male elimination to get through and it's obviously the best one of the season so we're gonna be and talking a very about controversial that. one and we're gonna be going into all that stuff as well yes. with all the stuff we're gonna dissect all the theories with that i think it's one of actually the more interesting theories in challenge history and probably the most legitimate one 
in, in my opinion. We should do a side podcast called like Challenge Conspiracy Theories. There's, you know, Ooh. maybe a better name than that. But uh, let's yeah. let's tell them like yeah. ghost stories and go back through time and play some music and be like. Dun, 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 dun. That's a good idea for an, another off season podcast. Uh, speaking oh God, of all the off season, we're about to be out of it. We're about to be back for challenge spies lies and alibi oh i'm sorry allies allies <laughs> oh third week in a row oh bummer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah we uh so, we kept saying that i kept saying that i think actually and you you kept uh not correcting me but lies yes. spies and allies yes wow what a what a title yeah uh exc- title. excited about the season though so yeah we're, we're gonna be back for that uh, so we're gonna wrap this up quick. So we're gonna do, yeah. I think, uh, we're gonna do a quick episode. We're gonna try to turn another one around quickly, and then do the final two episodes, which is basically just the final, in yes. one podcast recap, and then boom, on to what's the number of this upcoming season of the challenge? Challenge thirty-seven. Th- 37. We'll go with that. Challenge thirty-seven. 37. Yeah, that's yeah, what I'm gonna call it from now on. Woo! Yeah. Exciting, exciting yeah. stuff. Yep. Yeah. Hopefully you don't make that a habit just in case we're wrong. Uh, but yeah, so uh, we'll be back for all that and uh, we can't wait to finish the rest of the season out. Um, and, and, and don't let me get you down. I still think this was a, a great season overall, but I feel like there, you know, maybe some of my opinions have changed on it. Maybe not for better, maybe for worse on some things. Uh, but we'll talk about that when we wrap up the season. This is definitely a better season than uh, Spies, Lies, and Allies. I'll tell you that much right now. <laughs> oh, Eric, come on. <laughs> Give it a chance. Give it a chance. Um, so, I did. I yeah, did. It. Then they named it that, and I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> then I looked at the cast. Um, but anyway, so so we'll be back regardless and uh, we're not we'll, leaving we have nothing else to do with our lives right, and yeah, watch the challenge it's uh, they can li- do anything and we'll eat it up literally yeah yeah i mean at this point i'm i'm pretty sucked in uh so yeah go ahead and subscribe to us maybe leave us a review on one of these many uh platforms or just itunes really um and uh yeah that was a good pitch. That was really solid. That was solid. Amazing. Nailed it. As always. Uh, <laughs> this has been another podcast by the Reality Friends. Two friends who've never met in reality. Talked about reality TV. I'm Joseph. This is Eric because I know if I go to him, he's not going to say his na- own damn name. So that's Eric. Bye. Have a good night, guys. Bye. 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 All right, all right. We did we did another one. That was maybe our least weird ending.